Okay, yeah, you've you've shifted my entire TBR for the month, and I I'm here for it. I'm excited. Yay. Welcome to the Get Cozy Podcast, where we talk all about the coziest of book genres, the cozy mystery. I'm your host, Christy Meyer, and I'll be bringing you author interviews and keeping you up to date on all the hottest cozy mystery releases. So grab yourself a cup of your favorite hot beverage and let's get cozy. Hello, my cozy friends. I am so excited for today's episode because I get to chat with my friend and fellow book content creator and cozy mystery lover, Lori Leaf. Lori has such a fun bookstagram account and is such a genuine and kind person. And we're gonna be chatting all about beverage-themed cozies today, which is just gonna be so much fun. So welcome to the show, Lori. Hi, thank you for having me. Ah, it's such a pleasure. It's always so fun to get to chat with uh, friends that you make on the internet and like actually have a conversation with them. Yes, we do exist in real life. (laughs) (laughs) I know, we're real people. And I am, like I said, just really excited to have you on the show because we've been friends in the bookstagram space for quite a while. So it is neat to get to chat with you and you do have such a fun bookstagram account. So do you want to just kick off the conversation today by telling our listeners a little bit about the types of books you read and what you like to post about? Sure. My page, I like to post and obviously read about cozy mysteries, traditional mysteries, Right now, I'm really into a crime action thriller phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and periodically, that's mixed in with a rom-com here and there and some travel adventure books. I love that. And you also are doing like a book blog still as well, right? Yeah, I've recently this year started. It's still very much in the works and is ongoing work in progress. But I started a blog just reading with MrsLeaf.com where right now it's mostly just cross posting all my content so it doesn't just live in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope to continue to expand that and have more deeper conversations about books or characters or other reading things on it. Yeah, that is so neat. Blogging is such hard work. You have to be able to like create content, but also create and manage a website as well. So you're wearing like lots of different hats and it's challenging. I actually um, started out in book content creation by being a YA book blogger back in the day. And yeah, it was it was a lot of work and you don't really make any money doing like book blogging so it's something that you're just doing purely for like the love of books and spreading the word about the ones that you love so I just think it's so cool that you're doing that yeah it's been a lot of fun I've watched a lot of YouTube videos the last (laughs) few months it's not as easy as back in the day where you just had blog spot and could hit post Uh but (laughs) I'm learning a lot and I'm finding all sorts of new followers and other people in the community that are not on Instagram. So that's been kind of fun as well. Very cool. Very cool. I'm going to hop on over there and check out what you've got going on after we wrap up this podcast because I'm excited to read all your posts. That's so neat. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And you and I, like, we really bonded, obviously, over our shared love of cozy mysteries. And I was wondering how you got started in reading cozies. Well, it would be because of my grandmother. Uh, Summer of 2000, I think it was. 
she had come home from the library with this brand new mystery book called A Chocolate Chip Cookie Murder by uh-huh. Joanne Flute. It was, it had just published and she read it, thought it was just the cutest little book and that I needed to read it. And of course I enjoyed it and we just bonded over that and were able to read think three or four of hers together before my grandma passed. But uh-huh. ever since then, it just opened up this whole new world of my little small town fiction books I love mixed with a sign of murder. Oh, my goodness. Um, what a cool story. <laughs> yeah. So when people ask me what book to read. I always am recommending the Hannah Swenson series, but mostly it's because that one has such spot in my heart. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, I, my grandma and I actually also share a love of mystery novels. We're always um, buddy reading Agatha Christie books and cozy mysteries and it's so much fun and she's 91 now. So like every book we read together is just like something you treasure. It's a really special experience. Yeah, it's, I love it. And grandma, as long as I can remember, she was always reading books and had me you know, started me with Little House on the Prairie and Nancy uh-huh. Drew. So it was fun to graduate from that to Agatha Christie and this whole world of cozy mysteries. And I just know she would be tickled if she could see me now. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. And look at like all that you're doing in the book space now. That's so cool. Yep. So there are so many different subgenres of cozy mysteries. And today, like I said, we're going to be chatting about the beverage-themed cozies, which was actually your idea, and I, I love it. It's such a fun theme for an episode. So I'm wondering if you have any other favorite sub-genres of cozy mysteries. Oh, so many. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love most of the food-based ones. Like, I like the bakery ones, but I really like the more food-based, so, mm-hmm. you know, the cheese mystery ones and anything that's in restaurants and um, like the arsenic and adobo, that series. And I do still love the bakery ones too, but definitely any other type of food based are my favorites. And then of course, any outdoor themed ones, camper and criminal series by Tanya Caps and Diane Kelly has a mountain lodge series, which I really enjoy. Any other outdoorsy ones that I can find? Yeah. Yeah, we have, uh, I think, very similar tastes. I definitely think there's something something about, like, foodie mysteries that's very comforting and just goes with the whole cozy vibe. And I also, like, really enjoy being outside and camping. Before we started this episode, we were both complaining about how it just won't stop snowing and we both just want to be outside. So fingers crossed. We're going to put out some good, like, good weather vibes (laughs) right now. Manifest that. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And listeners should know it is the end of April when we are recording this. Mm -hmm. It should not be snowing. Exactly. And yet it is still snowing where we both are. We are both in the mountain region, granted, but still it's it's enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive into the books today and we can both share some of our go-to beverage themed cozy mystery recommendations. And I will let you go ahead and kick us off today. All right. The first one that I'd recommend is the entire series of the 
Seaside Cafe series by Bree Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one in the book is Live and Let Chai. It follows Everly Swan, who's returned back home living with her aunts, who they all believe the Swan ladies are cursed in love. And she runs a little iced tea shop and cafe that's right on the beach. And this series, I just love it. It's so much fun. I listened to this on audio. And this is a series I highly recommend people listen on audio. Um, The narrator, she just did such a great job with all the books. I think there's seven total. Uh And it's just, especially for summer, I love, you know, iced tea and sitting on the beach. Yeah, it's, it's a fun mystery with some great characters. Yeah, I agree. That's one of my very favorite cozy mystery series. Um, and listeners, just in case you aren't aware, so Brie Baker is the pen name for Julianne Lindsay, who is also Jacqueline Frost, <laughs> just writes all the cozy mysteries. She's phenomenal. And I, so have you read all the books in the series, Lori? I have. Okay, yeah, me too. And didn't you think like, so in my opinion, the ending, like the last book was like just the perfect (laughs) conclusion to a cozy series. Like it's the best conclusion I've ever read. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I think a lot, it helped that she knew this was going to be the last book in the series. Mm -hmm. You can kind of wrap everything up, but how it was done was just perfect. Yeah. I agree. And that is one thing about cozies is that they uh, they will go and go and go usually until the publisher kind of decides like we're not selling enough anymore and they pull the plug. So sometimes the authors don't know in advance that they have to like wrap all the storylines <laughs> up so things right? are left dangling or like things are just super, super rushed. But this one was perfection. I, I loved how she ended it. Yeah, I really do. And I have read pretty much all of her series. Uh-huh. Love them all. Um, if people are not following her, her Cozy Queens group on Facebook is a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, that one's so much fun. I almost never get on Facebook, but I need to hop back on just to check out that group because she's publishing so many things. And I feel like that's probably the best space to kind of keep track of what she's doing. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. My first beverage-themed cozy that I wanted to recommend is the Colorado Wine Mysteries by Kate Lansing. Um, My listeners have heard me talk about this (laughs) series just (laughs) on and on and on. Um, But this is the series that got me into Cozy Mysteries. So they follow Parker. Yeah, they follow Parker Valentine, who has just opened her own winery in Boulder, Colorado. And naturally, she does some amateur sleuthing into local murders on the side. I just adore the mountain setting in this one. I'm sure, Laura, you can kind of relate to to that as well. Yeah, I. this is one of my favorite series also. And the mountain setting is perfect. And Boulder, Boulder is very known for their beer and brewery. So it's kind mm-hmm. of fun seeing the wine aspect of it also. I agree. And I just like, I love the way that Kate describes wine and winemaking. Like it is just fascinating. And it's also just really fun. I think the the romance in this one is just really swoony. And it's definitely one of the main focuses of the storyline. So um, I do categorize this one as being like a millennial cozy mystery. So millennial protagonist, it's got some like a little bit of like social issues worked into it that 
people in a millennial generation typically do care about, but it's also got that rom cozy vibe. So it's really like a romantic cozy mystery, which I really, really like. Yeah, I really like that aspect too. So many cozy mysteries, the murder Obviously, it's an important part of the book, but it's almost secondary sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes so much of the book is about the characters' main lives and everything that's happening. And this one I like is, and also just how we could travel around Colorado with her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whether I... it's up to a ski resort or this latest one, you get go to Red Rock. Uh -huh. And it's, yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah, and I agree with what you said completely. Like for me... I like cozies where the murder is secondary and the primary story is about the the characters and the community. Like, that's what I'm here for. Like, the murder is like, uh, it's, it's fun. It's like a puzzle solving kind of piece of reading the series. But I'm always here for the, for the characters. Yep, that's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. So my next recommendation is Rum and Choke which is the newest book in Sherry Harris, uh -huh. the Chloe Jackson Sea Glass Saloon Mystery Series. Uh, it just came out, I think, in December. It's book four in the series where the main character, Chloe, is a former librarian out of Chicago that heads down to the Florida Panhandle to help take care and run a saloon for her late friend's grandmother. And... The first book in the series, you know, she wasn't exactly what that welcome there, but fit in eventually. The grandma, Vivi, is just a hoot. She is a fun character. Uh, but this newest one, Rum and Choke, I just really loved. They had a barback games. So all the local bars there were putting together this week-long series of different games where you win the trophy for the ultimate bar at the end. And was also mixed in with a hunt for pirate treasure. And it was just a lot of fun to read. That sounds like so much fun. And this is, you know how like when you have a series, it's just like sitting on your TBR that like you genuinely want to read so badly. But for some reason, like you just don't pick up and don't pick up and don't pick up like that is this series <laughs> for me. And I don't know why, like I need to actually read it. Yeah. In this series, same thing. Um, I have had the series sitting on my shelf forever as well. But this newest one that came out, Rum and Choke, I picked it up and read the entire thing in a day. It was just so much fun. And of course, taking you away to Florida in the middle of winter was always nice. Right. And I've gone back. I've read book one. I haven't read the other two yet. But it's just a lot of fun characters. And especially this latest one, just the adventure part of it mixed in with trying to solve the murder was a lot of fun. Yeah. No, you've totally sold me. I'm going to, I am actually going to bump it up on my list. We've been watching <laughs> a lot of um, Bar Rescue, <laughs> which, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, like it's kind of <laughs> random, but it's kind of like, um, what what is it? Like Kitchen Nightmares that Gordon Ramsay does. So John Taffer yep. goes in and like helps them fix their bars. And, like, I am just really into it right now. So this definitely seems like the book series that I am perfectly in the mood for right at this moment. And I need to pick it up while I've got that momentum going. Yeah, this would be perfect to pair with that one. Okay. Because uh, you definitely get to see behind the scenes of a bar and one that's in a really touristy spot. And a lot of the other bars that are competing in this 
particular barback games are, have ringers. They all brought in, uh-huh. you know, people that are not really working there, but are kind of working just so they can win the games. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. But okay, yeah, you've you've shifted my entire TBR for the month, and I I'm here for it. I'm excited. Okay, okay. So my next uh, series that I wanted to talk about this is one of my very favorite cozy mystery series, and it is the Sloan Kraus Mysteries by Ellie Alexander. It is a beer cozy, and our amateur sleuth Sloan Kraus is a brewer. So she lives in a very small town called Leavenworth, Washington, which is a Bavarian-themed town outside of Seattle. She's recently divorced from her husband, who she caught in an affair, and she's just started working at the new Nitro Brewery in town. But when a dead body is discovered in the brewery, her ex-hubby becomes the main suspect, and because she is a very good person and shares a son with this man, she decides that she's going to jump in and try to crack the case. And this is just one of those cozy mysteries, kind of like we talked about, that just has like incredible food descriptions and recipes. I think Ellie is one of the best in the game at writing those. And you also like learn a lot about brewing, which is fascinating. And Leavenworth um, is a real place. So I was just so in love with this town when I was reading the books that my hubby and I went on vacation there. And oh my goodness, it is every bit as charming in real life as it is in the books. It's amazing. Yeah, I've actually been to Leavenworth as well, but it was 20 years ago or so. Oh, uh uh-huh. But yeah, I love how she makes it come to life in the food pairings with the beers that they create are just fabulous in this book mm-hmm. or in this whole series. Yeah, I agree. And just like all the little restaurants in the town that they have and like the community vibe. And there also is like a, a romance that I'm very into in this one. I don't feel like it's as like prevalent in the story as in like some of the other cozies that we've talked about, but it's definitely a big subplot. I think more of Ellie's focus is like Sloane's character growth, but like now that she's uh, taken the rights for the for this series back from her publisher and she's publishing them on her own I think we'll see more of that romance like developing the further we go yeah I really hope so I have the brand new one Beer and Loathing but uh-huh. I've only gotten about a chapter in so far yeah and I the family is a really strong aspect of this series which mm-hmm. is you know not very many people are that close to their exes parents still but uh but that yeah I really like this series I know it all just feels so healthy like this is the type of uh family that you would aspire to be a part of right oh definitely (laughs) yeah oh absolutely love it and one I mean both with the last series I just talked about and this one they are touristy towns which I I really like that aspect Mm -hmm. I some people may, may know, some don't, that I lived and worked in Yellowstone for 20 years. Oh, cool. Uh, so, yeah. So I love seeing how different touristy type towns play out in books. And this one, Love and Work, definitely gets a lot of tourists. So it's always fun to see that aspect in there. 
Okay, so I have to tell you. So my um, my family owns property in Island Park, and we mm-hmm. go to Yellowstone usually like at least twice every single year. So I'm very familiar with Yellowstone. So that's so interesting that you worked there for so long. Yes, I went for one summer, and that turned into a second summer, and then I just didn't leave for 20 years. Uh huh. <laughs> It was a great experience, and I loved just living there. All the different things I got to see and do was a lot of fun. So cool. Yeah, I love national parks, and I do love these cozies that are like, like you said, like kind of touristy, like destination cozies. It feels like you're on a vacation while you're reading. They're just so much fun. Yeah, and plenty of suspects that are only there for a short amount of time. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. It, it definitely helps keep things fresh as the series goes on. Yes. My next recommendation is Death by Bubble Tea by Jennifer Chow. It is the first book in the LA Night Market series, which came out last summer. And it has two cousins who start a food stall at their local night market down in LA, where they serve small dishes and refreshing drinks. And the main character is Yale. Uh, She just lost her job working at a bookstore. And her father wants her to run this little night market with her cousin Celine. The two of them do not really get along, but learn to throughout the course of the book. And their bubble tea is one of the special hits of the night market. And of course, that's how someone ends up dead. Uh, but I really like this one. And like you said, I definitely would put this in the kind of the millennial cozy. Just, I thought it was really fun. So many cozy mysteries take place in little small towns, Mm -hmm. but here we are in LA, but it's really focused on a small community within the huge city. And the night market was a lot of fun and big aspect of family and learning to get along and family obligations. It was a really enjoyable read. Yeah, I agree. I loved that book. And um, I do, I love that it's set in LA. So it's like a big city. But then like Jennifer Chow creates this like little community within the night market, which was just so cool. Like such a neat setting. Yeah, I really liked that part Mm -hmm. of it. And the second book comes out here pretty soon, which I'm really excited to read that one. Yeah, me too. I think, is it July? End of June. End of June. Okay, yeah, definitely we'll be picking that one up as soon as it comes out. I love every, I love everything that Jennifer Chow's written. They're all so fun. Oh, yeah. Her Mimi Lee series is mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. It's a real funny one. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like the, the Mimi Lee books definitely have the, like, the humor that we see in Cozy sometimes. Like, it's really fun. It's a little bit, like, wacky sometimes but just like very entertaining great romance and it's got that like very comforting cozy mystery vibe okay so my next recommendation is going to be the southern homebrew mysteries by diane kelly um and i have had diane on the podcast before to talk about this series i am a huge fan of everything she's written that i've read so far um so these books follow hattie hayes who runs a moonshine shack in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, And I've never read like a moonshine specific cozy mystery series before. So I thought that was really cute and really unique. 
And then Hattie, of course, gets drawn into the role of becoming an amateur sleuth um, when a body is found on her store's doorstep. So um, Diane Kelly includes like really fun moonshine recipes in the book. Like you're not making the moonshine, but it's just like different uh, cocktails basically that you can make with moonshine that are really fun. We tried a couple of them last summer and we loved those. And there is a lot of romance in this one. I think that's pretty common with Diane Kelly's books is that they're romance heavy. Um, so definitely yeah. like a great spot for if you're like a romance reader, this is a great series to kind of try out the cozy mystery genre with because it's got all of those elements. Yep. I actually just finished reading Fiddling with Fate. Oh, uh-huh. Which is the one in the series that came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh. And it, it's my favorite of this series so far. <laughs> I agree. I think but, they're so fun. And I think that she does such a good job of the of the setting. Like, you feel like you're in Chattanooga. Like, it's got that, like, southern mountain kind of vibe. Right. And her boyfriend riding in on a horse in the I very know. first book. Like, that was perfect. And her <laughs> grandpa is hilarious yes he's so funny like the care i love the characters in these and yeah like her boyfriend is like a police officer in the town but he's like a, a mountie so he rides a horse which is just very charming yeah this it's kind of funny i never realized how many of my favorite series were all by diane kelly until recently it's like oh that's just interesting <laughs> but this one the setting you definitely feel like you're sitting in the woods of tennessee mm-hmm yeah, yeah, I agree. She, I think she's just such a great author. I will happily read everything that she writes. Um, I like her. I can't remember the name of the series, but it's like a, like a, like a house fixer upper series. Yes, and it's uh, very reminiscent for me right now because I've been watching like Christina in the Country on HGTV. <laughs> so I'm like, that's the same kind of vibe of that series. Yeah, that was, I like that series. And of course, that's the Mountain Lodge series that I love mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Yep, definitely. So we are big Diane Kelly fans around here. So my next recommendation is The Ground Rules Mysteries by Emmeline Duncan. It is all set at a coffee shop food truck in Portland. And there's two books out in the series. The third one, What? or Flat White Fatality comes out here next month, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is one that I just really enjoy. It is, first off, the Portland food truck scene, if you've ever been to Portland, is a must. They, it's just a huge area where there's all these food trucks, so much good food. Uh, so I like that there is a cozy mystery set there. And to have a food truck that's all based on coffee you learn so much about different roasts and different drinks and mix in a murder and a boyfriend that facts that is not a detective so many cozy mysteries uh -huh. the boyfriend or love interest is usually a detective so yeah. this one is kind of fun that it's not and just like some of the other series you get to travel around the portland area go to a concert venue. I agree. I yeah. I love this series. It's definitely one of my favorite cozy mystery series. So many of the ones that you've mentioned today are on like my favorites list. 
Um, and I will say what I, another thing I really love about this series is it's very cozy, but like she does discuss like some social issues like homelessness in Portland right. and gentrification. Um, but she does it in a way where the book still feels cozy and like you understand the seriousness of the issues but the way she presents it is in a way that's not like really gritty it doesn't make you feel like anxious like you're still getting all the cozy comforting vibes of the book and like ultimately like justice is served at the end of the novel but I love seeing authors incorporating those types of issues in their books now yeah I really do too uh the this kind of new era that's coming out that mixes that as well as books that have a lot more diversity Mm -hmm. are ones that I am really enjoying. Yeah, I agree. Like we've chatted about this uh, online a little bit, but like in my opinion, that's the, that's the kind of things that will keep the cozy mystery genre alive is making um, space for everybody. So everyone feels included And then also incorporating some issues that are very important because a lot of readers and younger generations uh, really look for that in their literature. Yep, I totally agree. Yeah, so we still get like the escapism of the cozy, but you know, we get a little bit of the real life issues as well. So it's a perfect balance. Yes. Okay, so my next book I wanted to mention is also a coffee cozy. Um, And it's The Coffee Lover's Mysteries by Tara Lush. And so these books also very escapist, especially like when it's been snowing and snowing because they are set in Florida. And I thought that was so fun to have like a co- like a beachy coffee shop. Like that was such a fun vibe in my opinion. And it just felt like a ray of sunshine to read these books. Like Tara's writing, it's very youthful. It's very fun. It's also very romance centric. And the characters are quirky. I love the writing style. And the mysteries in the series are also very captivating. They definitely flip on that like puzzle solving switch in your brain as you're reading. And I definitely recommend them. And Tara, I think, is actually going to be on the podcast, oh, I think two weeks after this one airs. So that will be coming very soon. Oh, fun. This actually is one of those series that's been sitting on my shelf for at least the first book, The Grounds for Murder. Uh Uh-huh that has been sitting there looking at me that I have not read yet. So it's so hard. (laughs) There's so many books that you like just genuinely want to read so badly, but they just like stack up. And then some of them just kind of end up collecting dust for a little while, but eventually, (laughs) eventually we'll get there. (laughs) Yep. My last recommendation is Murder Served Neat by Michelle Helen Klump, uh, which actually just came out. It's one I just started to read. Um, So I'm not quite finished with it yet, but in it, the um, main character, Samantha, is a mixologist that gets obviously mixed up in murder. But (laughs) that's a good uh, line. (laughs) They should they should use that in their promo. (laughs) Yep. Um, But one thing, this is another one where it's set down in Texas. So it's another one that's kind of big city but it's a little community that they're creating within that city and this one is all set around fourth of july so it's a perfect one to put on your list for later this summer 
uh, if you are like me and love reading seasonal reads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's a lot of fun. Um, and we, so Michelle also includes uh, cocktail recipes in her yeah. book. And like, we just like to do cozy mystery recipes sometimes. Like we've done some of the bakery ones and obviously the moonshine one I mentioned. We've done coffee ones. And we did make uh, a couple of the cocktails from Michelle's book and they were both really good and really fun. So I do think that would be a fun like, fourth of july activity to pick up this book and make one of those cocktails like that just sounds perfect yeah that sounds fun i have made cookies from some of the joanne fluke book oh fun done too many of the other recipes i might have to start doing that yeah okay so i have to tell you like my biggest um cozy mystery reader secret is that i have not read the joanne fluke books yet <laughs> I know. Like, it's like that the most okay. popular one, and I haven't done it yet. Well, there are a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it is, is there's just so many of them that I'm like, that is such a massive undertaking. Yeah. It's a very long list of them. Or you could just watch the Hallmark movie. <laughs> There you go. I like that. I like that option. Then I'll at least like kind of be in the loop on all of the conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Four, I think four of the books. I think there's four movies out, maybe uh-huh. five. Oh, fun. So that can catch you up on a lot. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a good plan. I like that. I like that yeah. idea. Okay. So my last book that I wanted to recommend is another one that I've been talking and talking and talking about, but it is my favorite book I've read so far this year. And it's Vera Wong's Unsolicited Advice for Murderers by Jesse Q. Sutanto. Um, And so this book follows Vera Wong, who's running this forgotten tea house in Little Chinatown in San Francisco. Her shop is run down. She's feeling neglected by her son. She's a widowed. And then one morning she goes to open the shop and she finds a dead body inside. And um, like Vera is just such a character. So she is convinced that she's going to do a better job of solving this case than the police could possibly do. So she immediately like maybe tampers with the crime scene a little bit, (laughs) collects some clues, and then she questions suspects. But she doesn't just like question them, like she inserts herself in their lives like she becomes like their like overbearing auntie like she's at their house she's making them dinner she's questioning them about the murder and like she's making no like secret of the fact that she suspects them but at the same time like they love her and she loves them and so like we as readers like genuinely care for these characters and it's all just so like funny it's well written it's unique I've never read a cozy like it before and I just like cannot recommend it highly enough that sounds like a lot of fun yeah yeah it is it is it is uh, definitely a book that will like make you laugh and it will make you cry and it's just it's perfection in my opinion I will definitely put that on my list to read then yes definitely do All right, before we sign off, do you want to let our listeners how they can connect with you online? Yeah, so on my Instagram, Reading with Mrs. Leaf is the best place to connect with me. And then also my blog, same thing, readingwithmrsleaf.com. Perfect. 
Well, listeners, definitely yeah. go and check Lori out. And Lori, it has been so much fun to have you join me today for this episode. And just to like actually get to chat one-on-one instead of just swapping messages and comments online. So thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank you. This was a lot of fun, and I really appreciate being here with you. Of course. Thank you again. And listeners, thank you so much for joining us. We will be back very soon with another episode, so stay tuned. That's all for today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Get Cozy Podcast to see which authors we'll be hosting in our upcoming episodes. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy reading and stay cozy. Stay cozy.